Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman in Antigua, where instead of spending the day at the Savivian Richards Stadium, I'm at a hotel watching the rainfall. The West Indies will need just 14 runs. Take an unassailable 2-0 lead. Here's Jimmy Anderson. New over, short and pulled away by Campbell for the winning runs. He punches the air in celebration. The West Indies have beaten England by 10 wickets. West Indies sweeping to a marvellous and unexpected series win in a match where they comprehensively outplayed England. The fallout to that will be long and pretty painful and with nearly a week until the third and final test it'll be interesting to see what conclusions have been made with England team management. And what it means is that for the next few days I will be bringing you a series of following on specials beginning today with a listen back to an interview that took place at the Sir Vivian Richards Stadium with Sir Vivian Richards himself. So stay tuned for that, and if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's Tour of the Caribbean. You're listening to Following On. Uh, We're still waiting on uh, Viv, and we hope that uh, he's coming to join us. Harmy's pointing out to the middle... Do you think that's Viv? I think that's Viv to the left as he's walking across the ground with a purpose. That's the king. Do you reckon? Yeah, that's the king. Recognise that walk any day. Oh, he's looking slim and fit, isn't he? Oh, he he is. Unbelievable. Amazing. Great. Well, he's been brought over by the media manager, so it kind of makes it, yeah, now I see what you mean about the walk now. Yeah, oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> brings back memories do you bowl much at him? I did I bowled a couple of times at um, Sir Viv um, I, I remember playing one game at um, Sophia Gardens against Glamorgan and I was just a young kid and Peter Hartley um, who we were talking about earlier nicknamed Daisy bounced him and his cap swivelled round 
and then he put his cap back on next ball bounced him again and he thought I'm not doing that again and he hooked it and I was at, uh, on the hook and I dropped it I downed it it was the most embarrassing thing ever I just dropped the great man Viv Richards and then I was bowling the next over and I bowled one just back of a length uh, hit him on the glove and rolled back and hit the stumps and bowled him and it was the best feeling ever because I'd just got the greatest man that ever played cricket as far as I'm concerned as a batsman um, and then I managed to get him out again um, a couple of years later but I think he got me out more times than I got him out <laughs> did he get you out? he, he bowled did. decent off breaks didn't he? flat he, off breaks yeah I played against him at Middlesbrough uh, I remember him getting me out there with his skiddy little off breaks little swingers he had a few little a bit like Joe Root bowled in Barbados actually it reminded me a, a bit like Viv Richards ok Harmy, you play against him? No, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't play against him. Um, my old man played football against him in a, a benefit game. Really? My dad played for Yeovil Town. Well, Viv was at Somerset. Okay. I think Ezra Mosley is a West Indian. Yeah, Ezra, he uh, could bowl lively. I'll tell you, Barbados yeah, yeah. couldn't even get the Barbados side when they were all fit and strong. That's how good Barbados were with quicks in those days. Marshall Garner, Clark, Mosley, uh, Franklin Stevenson, Wayne Daniel. The big four was Marshall Garner, Wayne Daniel, Sylvester Clark in one um, island side. Can you believe it? <laughs> Pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Well, Viv presumably will be climbing the stairs as, as we speak, so it'd be nice to have a chat with him during lunchtime. I'd be interested to hear his thoughts on, on just really the art of the game as, as much as what he makes of the present state in the West Indies and all of that. But... Um, he, he, well, I played against him a lot and, and he never failed to amaze and surprise and enthrall. I mean, uh, one of the most magnetic cricketers ever to have played. I would love to know how he would bat it on here. So if you can ask him that question, that'd be great. Uh, he knows oh, well, the island okay. well. It's, it's, just, it's his okay. own stadium. Okay. It's a Vivian Richie stadium. So it'd be, no, I'd be interested to know how he would play on this, whether he'd go out and attack or whether he would play the way the West Indies show great discipline in this game. To get 306 on that pitch, I thought it was magnificent. I think the helmet situation as well. He donned the uh, the maroon cap, didn't wear the, didn't have the, the the helmet on, and to bat and probably the biggest change in the modern day era of cricket is the helmet int- introduced into the game. And you know, Viv was Viv was somebody even when helmets were around, he never had one, he never wore one. So we interested to see if he would put a helmet on on this on this surface. Well, we've got the chance to ask him because I think he's on his way in. There he is. How are you, brother? Uh, I'm keeping good. Yeah, you look fit. Still living on the island? Well, it is. Uh, keep going and coming. Uh, hopefully next week um, we, we start the whole PSL stuff uh, in Dubai. So um, I'm getting myself geared to, to get on a flight, a long flight. Uh, you've, you've kept a, a, an interesting relationship with the game, haven't you, in that you, you still have little bits of cricket in your life and also a distance from, from, from the game. Yeah, there are times where you just sort of pick and choose where, where you think you'd like to be. Uh, at um, 66 years of age now, I think we got to try and take a, a little control of life, and uh, the, the hectic uh, stuff at times can be can be quite um, grueling. So you try and pick and choose, and when you do such and you get yourself organised, then you can have a rest and start all over again. Mm. Darren Goff was in, uh, wanted me to first ask you how you would have batted on this pitch. It's a tricky surface, isn't it? It's a sort of tennis bunks uh, track. Uh, I don't think um, batting is easy, but when you look at maybe we could keep a fox and see how he would have played, I think he, he played well. There's sometimes uh, you don't quite get your technique right uh, on 
this a certain track that you think may be doing some sort of bunks. It, it's a good track. It's a competitive track. Why I think it's a competitive track as well. The, the West Indies, they, they won nil up to, to, to come here. And the way, the fashion in which they would have won in Barbados, certainly that would have pumped the egos and the confidence and everything that's necessary for you to compete. Seeing this here, Holder coming, winning the toss. Great deed. Getting England all out for under 200. So, so, sort of set the tone. So to, to, to me, uh, when you look at um, the, the wicket in Barbados as well, uh, you, you, there's a little up and down at times, but guys got in and played well. And the guys who, who played well were, were the team that won. Must be incredibly encouraging for you to see West Indies cricket play with real character. Oh, it's, it's special, you know, to, 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 to go to Barbados. And Holder, I think, um, he's seriously underrated. Uh, he, he's a magnificent player, you know, a serious timer of a cricket ball. He, 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 he's just special and just having those guys around him, the Bradwits and who is quite steady and Hope, who, who I think um, who's got some substance, uh, Hetmeyer, uh, I think he, he, he's, he's special. Got, he's got a I, gift. I, I love him. Mm -hmm. I, love, I love that um, that sort of stuff, the intent, the way in which he picks the bat up. Uh, he's not searching. You know, especially when you're playing spinners, you know, he's picking that bat up with some sort of intent. Uh, I'm looking to attack, and if I don't get you on attack, um, I'm looking to defend. And sometimes as well, a little rush, rash shot here and there, but um, a lot of substance where, where talent's concerned, Mark. So let's go back to the beginning. Uh, this little island that, that you've made famous for cricket and, and, and obviously with Andy in, in the early days. Where did it begin for you? Did you play as a, a little boy? Was cricket in your family? Oh, yeah. My father my father played a lot for, for Fantiga and Barbuda. And um, especially when you have a, a dad, you know, who's quite, and pretty knowledgeable as well uh, about the game. That, to me, it's a sort of start. And Strict man, yes, with you? Very much so, because uh, he was a prison, uh, he was a prison officer. Uh, he, he was in charge of um, some naughty boys uh, just where we used to play to, to the east of the, the, the recreation ground at the time, you know, so... Um, but, I mean, you were wary of him, weren't you? Oh, I mean, very he, much. Yeah, he set an example that you were determined to follow. It's always nice to have a strict dad, you know, <laughs> so, you know I, I believe, I believe yeah. in that. I'm someone who leads the way, um, who, who sets the tone. Uh, it, it is so important. Maybe at that particular time, you, you never quite relish seen um, maybe some of the, the stern sort of uh, punishment at times but uh, when you look o overall overall in life you say to yourself man um, it was worth it you know mm. and uh, Andy talked a bit about the two of you going to England in 1972 to Alf Gover's cricket school in Wandsworth mm. and he said Alf taught him one thing that he'll never forget which is the importance of the follow through in his bowling action anything that Alf taught you that you'd think back to well what I can remember um, being, uh, I think it was in Putney, we, um, we were staying in this little guest house and um, you had us to have a lot of uh, ten-pence pieces during, um, before you go to bed because if you didn't uh, before, certainly you're going to freeze whatever off. But, um, <laughs> you know... <laughs> you mean they were, so the, the, the ten-pence pieces were to keep the heating going? He'd keep the heating going right. and um, it's amazing how quickly... Had you ever left Antigua before you went to England to the Wandsworth Cricket School or not? I had left Antigua, maybe small islands, but right. never, um, never to uh, uh, Europe yeah. of such. Um, but it, it was sort of a rude awakening. Um, I've never seen um, how quickly <laughs> tenpence pieces <laughs> wore, 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 wore out. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Somerset then and Ian Botham, that long and fantastic friendship that still exists and, and trophies won and cricket played that really set you up, didn't it, to become the West Indian player that you were. County cricket in those days was a great adventure for you. Yeah, it, to, to me, uh, that was sort of a, the, the, the platform uh, for a lot of our players um, who, who had ability and I think at the time uh, it, it was just good for, for, for me as an individual learning um, the, the, the various coming from the sort of this sort of a climate here in in, in Antigua and Barbuda, going to um, to, to, to England, the, the different conditions, um, not just basically uh, about the wickets and things like that, but just how the climate sometimes change the change in the climate, and um, you had to to get accustomed to, to to things quite quite quickly. And to me, you know, I've always said that was the platform that um, for myself in terms of learning the game and having an understanding on a much wider basis, the professional side of things, it, it, it was the environment to, to be in. And suddenly you were in England for two incredible years, 1975 in the World Cup when um, you ran out three big Australian players, not least the Chapel Brothers, which <laughs> quite a useful job done. Uh, and, and then 76, when you had your golden year, you made more than 1,700 runs in the year and laid England to waste in test matches uh, all around. Um, the country, not least, making 291 at the Oval. I mean, they were two years of your life that presumably you remember as freshly now, almost as if they happened. I remember, uh, so I say personally, uh, 1976. Why? Because it was sort of a Caribbean weather. Yeah, I, I became accustomed to, to having been accustomed to that sort of climate and getting it uh, away from home. You know, it's just perfect. You know, it, it was pretty parched summer. 
you know you could see the outfield itself um, lacked sort of uh, rain and all the stuff which made England cricket grounds look as beautiful as any anything else you know but it was lacking in 1976 and uh, the wickets they were, they were pretty good and you, I, I enjoyed that particular series more than anything else because um, it, 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 I, I would say it was my better series because of um, just the way in which consistently um, hit the ball that was um, certainly my, my better series the, the your record speaks for itself your, your legend continues many people consider you to be if not the greatest amongst the greatest two or three batsmen that have played the game what what would you say were your strengths um, I mean you uh, had enormous mental strength yeah that's the that's the stuff which I, I try and generate to, to, to players these days because um, when you look at, at players around the world and sometimes I think some of these coaches um, do overcoach at times sometimes uh, uh, a lot of things play regardless of how well you 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 are as a player the techniques and all the sort of stuff which you may have but there's something there's sometimes the place where I think um, things happen more than anything else where you as a player have to make uh, a particular decision whether it's this way or that particular way and when I speak about this way or that way it's all about maybe the little demons which goes on in one's um, in one's mind, and sometimes it's not all good. That's coming so out. Even you suffered insecurities, yeah. didn't it's, you? Yeah, it's wow. not it's not all good, Mark. So you you've got now to to that resistance. I wish I'd known that all those years ago. Yeah, you know. So you know you have all that little stuff, but then you overcome that because um, you 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 know that uh, you need a balance here, uh, a balance which you need in order for you to be comfortable and confident going out you've got to overcome those fears and that's where uh, I think the mental side of things sometimes clicks very much clicks in mm. what was the one thing you thought about when the bowler ran in oh, my first time is looking to attack I've always felt if if I'm having or giving information to uh, or having the opportunity to give young players uh, uh, any batting information it's your tent you're looking to score first because sometimes the other way around, when you're looking to defend, you, you are in such a defensive mode at times that you forget when you get a bad delivery. You do not quite treat it the way it should be treated. So this is why I love a Hetmeyer, because his first intent, I'm looking to hurt you early. And if I don't, I'm looking to defend. That's the style, I think. Um, that's a positive sort of attitude, in my, in my opinion. Do you ever play against a bowler that, that you were wary of? Yeah. It, but you don't let them know that. No. <laughs> you don't let them. You can let that. me know that now. No, yeah, you, you, um, there, there's a lot of guys um, out there that um, who never played Test match cricket, but in county cricket, they, they, they catch you on these little wickets and little scene. They, yeah, they're, they're the kings, man. They're, there's a guy from uh, from Worcester, I think, around that time, Phil Newport. Oh yeah, yeah, little, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was pretty special yeah. like that, and then all of a sudden they get elevated to Test match cricket. And find it a little tough, you know. Uh, but um, there are little guys like that in uh, in the in the, the smaller games, the lesser games, who uh, are very troublesome. And, and you never batted in a helmet. We know that you played your whole career with the, the maroon crap of the West Indies or, or the cap of Antigua or Somerset well, with Morgan on your head. Tell me something, Mark. Um, don't you think? Uh, am I going to get some extra for that? I love some extra for yeah. that <laughs> because, to, to to be fair, you know, when you look and you see the, all the protection these days. Mom, I'm looking, looking, looking back and saying, "Hey, Viv, you, you, you must have been mad." 
mad but not because you watched the ball closer so you well, made sure your eye was never taken off it and, and and that probably set you up well and took you to the right position to play the ball that I think is important. Um, you, maybe when you have on too much of a suit of armor, you sometimes become a little um, complacent, where uh, you, uh, you 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 feel sometimes you're not a hooker, and um, all of a sudden you start hooking and things like that. Things just certainly out of your comfort zone. And and if you, I mean, if you think back to the quick bowlers, Thompson and Lily were your greatest opponents. Do you think your hardest opponents? Yeah. Um, the Pakistanis. Oh yes, uh, yeah. You can't, you can't forget Imran the Pakistanis, and um, you can never ever forget Bob Willis. You, you know, Bob Willis. Um, I think I had him up there with them in terms of uh, quicks. Uh, you don't get over 300 wickets at that particular time without having something, you know. And I think Bob, Bob, Bob was up there. Now, do you remember an innings at Southampton for Glamorgan against Hampshire when you made 180 to win a county mm. game? And I, I tell you something, man. I went in to have a drink after with the late Malcolm Marshall, our very special friend. And I looked at his face, man, and normally he would have a drink with me, man, but I felt I hurt him that day. Oh, I, I hurt him hurt big him time that day. Bad. You and, hurt us um, all real I looked bad. at his face, man, and I could see, man, Malcolm wasn't in the best of mood. I said, Viv, you better go and get your shower. I'm just going to tell him. I'll get on out of there. <laughs> I'll tell you how this finished off, okay? We get to the last over of the match, Glamorgan eight down, Viv on strike to Malcolm Marshall. And I said to Malcolm Marshall, let Viv have a single. We put everybody back. You've then got five balls at Metzen and Barwick. We'll probably win the game. Well, Viv hit the first ball through extra cover off a good length so hard that two of the best fielders I've ever seen, Paul Terry and Robert Smith, barely moved a muscle on the boundary board. He hooked the second one over the flats. We never saw the ball again. And he hit the third one wide of mid-on like a tracer bullet. You could see the burning of the turf. 14 to win, completed in three balls against the greatest fast bowler in the world. And you came to me, you took your hand out of your glove, you shook my hand, you said, great declaration, Captain, let's go have some beers. Yeah, you were always a guy who, um, because there was nothing happening in the game, you know, but um, the, the, the only one thing which I think um, went against you that day, uh, that's put in sort of a declaration was that um, you, you, you had a viv there you know <laughs> you were there man you had a, we had a viv there and you still think as you look back Marshall the best you saw yeah um, I've worked with him um, Andy first of all I, I've always felt Andy was very very special but maybe because I would have worked with Malcolm over a number of years and had the, the, the best of him um, he would have been my every time my go-to guy now, what do you want to see from England this afternoon? Because you have an affection for English cricket. You want to see West Indies cricket back on track, but you do want to what, see what, something. What do you say about well, what, what, what are you, you talking about? From English cricket? No. no. You should have, what, what do you want to see from uh, Gabriel and Holder? Because to, to, to be fair, uh, I think it's uh, a handy lead. And anyone knows at this particular level, especially on a dicey track, if that's in your mind, you're, you're thinking, wow, I've got to erase this stuff earlier. The West Indies, I think, um, would come out now refreshed after a little bit before, bit before lunch and then after lunch. Um, I think it's going to be a good match. England's got to... They've, they've come up against the, against the West Indies this time out who, who, who are playing much better. And I think they are shocked. I think they are shocked. They, they have not... They, have, they didn't come here and expect this. And after what would have taken place in Barbados, they 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 on the they they on the pump man. Great to see as a West Indian and as yeah, a past no, captain. No, you know? no, I think that a lot of people in cricket are pleased. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to a man voted one of the five cricketers of the 20th century. Sir Donald Bradman, Sir Gary Sobers, Sir Jack Hobbs, Sir Viv Richards and Shane Warne. The, the five. Warne has always said I'm the only one who hasn't got a knighthood. I, I said there's lots of reasons for that. Um, I think he's still working at it. You know? <laughs> Viv, it's a joy to see you. Fantastic. Looking so fit and well and happy. You're still everybody's hero. Great to see you, Mark, man. I, I've always liked your style, you know. I remember when you were captain for, um, for, for, for Hampshire. Uh, you had a little suave about you, you know. <laughs> the, the, the way you used to uh, come to the crease and Enough, you, 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 you were sort of shots man as well, you know. Um, I did play some shots. Yeah, you, 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 li you like that. Didn't you. quite have your swagger. Um, Master, thank you. Bless you for coming to chat to us. Ladies and gentlemen, Sir Vivian Richards. This has been Following On. And on tomorrow's show, you'll hear from Steve Harmison and Jarrah Kimber, who went back to the Antigua Recreation Ground to find out what had happened to the place in the 10 years since Harmy last played there. To never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.